the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. Smooth like butter, sweet like honey. Looks so good like she made of money. She's blonde, five foot two, and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. It's a woman's world. Pump day. It is Hump Day. Welcome to the second hour of tonight's Hump Day on the Andrea K Show. It is a woman's world. And you know where I come from? You know what's crucial to a woman's lives? It's not just to, not just to have a pocketbook. Not just to, to carry a pocketbook so they can keep your wallet and your car keys and maybe a little lipstick. But also, because lots of ladies that I know in the South, we like to carry. Okay? We're, when, we, when we talk about packing into our pocketbook... There's a little self-defense along with that. And Joe Biden and the left, man, I've been talking to this about a long time, about this for a long time, about how they're coming for our guns and they mean it. And there's so many, uh, and this is, and, 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 and this is obviously not about self-defense in this country. It, it, it's, um, this is about more than self-defense. This is about the ability to defend ourselves against an overreaching government, and that's exactly why they're coming for your guns. I talked about on last night's show about the executive order that Joe Biden signed, and then afterwards, or I think even during the show at that point, I said, i got to get Michael Schwartz from San Diego County Gun Owners on the show to talk about this because there might be a lot of people out there going, oh, what's the big deal, Andrea? What's the big deal if he's going outside of Congress and deciding to use his attorney general for universal background checks? Well, maybe Michael Schwartz can knock some sense into y'all about why this is an important issue. And he joins me now. Hey, Michael Schwartz, welcome back to the Andrea K Show. Hey, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Yeah, so, um, you know, there's so many conservatives that are like, yeah, we want you ladies to be able to defend yourselves. Or, yes, we we want homeowners to be able to defend themselves. Um, And there's nothing about these um, background checks that, you know, stop you from being able to defend yourself. So what's the problem? Well, you know, this whole, you know, and I went on WhiteHouse.gov and I read the fact sheet on his announcement, and the whole thing is so vague and, and so ridiculous. I don't know if you've noticed this, but he he seems to have, the Biden administration, Joe Biden, seems to have this habit of talking about things, you know, accomplishments in his administration that have already been done. Like, uh, he, just, he just talked about how he uh, improved... Um, the price of of medication, which was already done under Trump. And he's like shaking, he's patting himself on the back. And he's done this a couple of times. There were some LGBT protections that that he celebrated that were already put in place like 10 years ago. And this is kind of another example of that. Okay. Um, I'm looking at the, uh, at the, uh, at the fact sheet and it, it, it just doesn't make any sense. There aren't any, uh, there aren't any, any specifics. It's just kind of this vague, you know, hey, we want to make sure. I mean, it's literally they want to do 
they want to do the background checks that are already um, they're already required to do. That's that's almost verbatim what they're saying. Now you know these background checks are it, it is misleading. It's it's they're not they're not really all that useful. I know it, it sounds like they're useful. And sure, they, they absolutely have stopped some criminals from getting some guns. You know, that's fine. They've also stopped from some law-abiding citizens from getting firearms. They, you know, and, and but they're, they're, it's kind of a, it's kind of virtue signaling, the whole thing. And so he's not really helping. Um, he's not really doing any kind of major improvement. In fact, um, he's, he's doing this, like, it's almost like an advertising campaign for gun violence restraining orders. That's another part of this executive order. These gun violence restraining orders are horribly intrusive. They, you know, they don't stop criminals at all. They really just stop people that haven't broken. In fact, they're designed to stop people who haven't broken the law from being able to, you know, have a, a self-defense uh, 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 firearm. So, you know, the, the whole thing's it's it's kind of silly. I can't quite weed through and figure out specifically what he's doing. It all seems very feel good. He he mentions universal background checks. And he says that this will get us as close to universal background checks as we as we have ever been. That's misleading. Um, they're not. Uh, they're they're not. They're, they're not really doing anything, Andrea. This is all just a bunch of lip service. Well, I think so that. I, well, so then my takeaway then is this. That this is because the Democrats are masters at changing our culture. I mean, they're masters at constantly working at pushing narratives to change the culture of America towards an end game. Even if they're, and I think that's what's at play here. I think that that there was a shooting at a Monterey Park recently that involved twenty, uh, you know, Koreans. I believe they were Korean uh, Americans at this nightclub, uh, murdered by a Korean. So they couldn't turn that into the uh, to continue to push the cultural Marxist movement of hate crimes in, in this country. They couldn't use it for that. So how can they use it? Uh, no, let's let's use it to continue to beat the Trump. The, the beat to beat the drum on gun quote gun violence and how and and to exploit that because that what democrats do better and different than republicans is they're they are looking to push their agenda 24 hours a day 365 days a year and it sounds like that's what this is it sounds like there's no real teeth here but it's just how can we how can we pretend that there is so that we can be continuing to alter the minds of americans and to get them death by a thousand cuts to get them the americans inch by inch to continue to go along with more and more and more encroachments on our on our constitutional rights, including I, our gun rights. True. You're 100 percent right on. They're absolutely trying to. It's it's you know it's messaging that gun owners are dangerous, that guns are dangerous, that they're doing something about it, and that's the right thing to do because they're trying to change culture. You're absolutely 100 percent right. They're not actually doing anything effective. If anything, uh, some of the things they're trying to do are, 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 are counter to what they're trying to accomplish. They will make people less safe. They will keep, make, make sure people are more vulnerable to crime than they ever have been. But the reality is they're really just putting a message out there, which I, and I think you're right. Democrats are far better at that than Republicans. I wish Republicans would, would step up and, and uh, you know, do messaging on some of the uh, some of the issues where they are, are better than Democrats. But uh, in, in the meantime, Democrats do an excellent job of changing the culture slowly but surely. Yeah, in fact, uh, case in point, we've got a clip to play for you from uh, Senator Lindsey Graham, Lady Graham, 
about the Second Amendment. And, you know, he's I've been far more excited on it over a donut than he is here and about defending the you know, explaining to the American people why the Second Amendment matters and why we have to have it. Clip two. And here's the sad news. There's probably never been a more important time to be able to own a weapon than now. The threats to the average American are going up, not down. And at the end of the day, the Second Amendment is part of our Constitution, is part of the fabric of this nation. There is bipartisan support to make sure reasonable gun ownership reigns. But there will be, on our side of the aisle, Mr. Chairman, a robust response to the idea of undoing the legal framework that has come out of the Supreme Court because we believe now is the time to reinforce responsible gun gun ownership, not to undermine it. I mean, Michael Schwartz. I mean, uh, uh, first of all, he says reasonable gun ownership, reasonable gun ownership, responsible gun ownership. Does Does the Second Amendment say anything about reasonable or responsible gun ownership? Yeah, there was, that was a whole. That was a lot of. He he was really just kind of riding that fence, wasn't he? He wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was that was. I, I was trying to keep up with. You know, that, it, he changed sides about five times during that whole uh, that whole little uh, conversation. Well, yeah, because that yeah, fence well, post will hurt when it's back up back up coming out your mouth. The reality is, gun owners in America are extremely responsible. And, and I don't mean responsible as in, you know, the, the anti-gun uh, uh, buzzwords that they use. If you look at, for example, CCW holders, CCW holders in this nation as a group commit fewer crimes than the general population by a huge margin. And they, they actually commit fewer crimes than police officers as a, as a subgroup uh, by a huge margin. Um, you know, if you look at uh, uh, if you look at the numbers, uh, gun owners in America use firearms to defend themselves and to stop or prevent violent crime between 1 million and 3 million times per year, which, of course, you know, does not always uh, include actually shooting the gun. Sometimes it's just a matter of having the firearm. Firearms owners in America are extremely responsible. The people they need to be focusing on are the career criminals. They're the ones that are, that are causing uh, the majority of, of course, of crime. But then the other part is suicide. If they really, truly want to... Uh, you know, uh, take a take, take a bite out of the the you know the horrible numbers. I mean, it's horrible anytime someone's uh, killed with a, with a firearm. Um, you know, whether it's crime or suicide, it's horrible and tragic. But if they really, really want to do something to improve those numbers, then they need to you know do something about mental health because something like two thirds of the people who die in America and there's a firearm involved, it's a suicide, and that's not a gun problem. That's a mental health problem. Well, that's what they say. That's what they say. The red. We're talking to Michael Schwartz from San Diego County Gun Owners. Well, that's what they say. The red flag laws, though, are are in the the uh, gun restraining orders. That's what that's going to solve. Well, there's zero evidence that the gun violence restraining orders have have prevented any suicides. There's a ton of evidence that show that these gun violence restraining orders are either being used in situations where a gun violence restraining order wasn't required or they're being used in situations where the person hasn't broken the law. Um, so, I, you know, I, I, conceptually, when they talk about red flag laws, I'm, I'm wide open. I'm, you know, I, I'm unbiased. Let's talk about it. Let's see if there's something we can do. But as, as far as gun violence restraining orders uh, go, it's been a complete failure, and they need to come up with something else. 
Um, but mostly they need to solve the underlying problems, which are, you know, usually mental health or cultural problems where, you know, people turn into career criminals rather than, uh, you know, doctors, lawyers, CPAs, and the business owners. Well, or how about this too, Michael Schwartz from San Diego County gun owners, if they want to protect the lives of children, oh, if we can just save one life through gun control laws. I mean, babies were still bleeding out when Republicans joined Democrats after Uvalde, in spite of the fact it was obvious the day of the Uvalde shooting, that mistakes were that it, it was a failure of law enforcement, not to mention the fact that if they care about, oh, if we could just save one life, they would harden our schools that dude wouldn't have been able to get in and there would be armed safety security officers outside these schools but they don't want to save lives in fact they they can't wait for something like that to happen because then they can exploit it to push gun control for messaging right on top of the fact that almost every time we have a shooting like that whether it's uvalde parkland fort hood and beyond these people were known to the fbi and known to law enforcement and the warnings were were not looked at so were ignored right because it, you know that's the because they want to go after law abiding gun owners and they don't really care about saving anybody's lives what they care about is pushing their politics um tell everybody about uh, quickly about san diego county gun owners about what y'all do and how they can uh check y'all out absolutely so san diego county gun owners we're a political organization we focus just on second amendment issues and just on the county level so the school boards city councils these important boards and councils across the county that make decisions about your everyday life we vet people, help them get elected. Um, membership super easy. It's 10 bucks a month, $100 per year. Um, your donation helps us exist. So if you want to join, just go to San Diego County com, and uh, you can join right on the website. Come to our monthly meetings, come to our shooting socials. We have a bunch of events every month. We'd love to, we, we need everybody involved. Awesome. Thank you for being here, and thank you for all you do for our Second Amendment freedoms. Thank you, Andrea. Appreciate you. Take it easy. All right. Hey, James O'Keefe. He's back, babies. We're going to talk about that when we come back from the from the break. Don't go away. This is the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170, The Answer, San Diego. You're listening to the Andrea K. Show on The Answer, San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. We've been telling you all. That we're giving away $50 gift certificates to my favorite store in San Diego, Iron Mountain Outfitters. It's super easy to win. All you got to do is listen 6 to 8 p.m. Pacific time every night of the week here until we tell you to call in. And then we don't play all kinds. We don't, we don't make you twist and turn like a pretzel. All you got to do is be the first caller. To, who uh, gets through the phone lines, and then you will win a $50 gift certificate. If people are curious, is that night tonight? And the answer is not no, tonight. not tonight. Keep listening for your chance to win $50 for some of the best gear. Well, it really is the best gear anywhere, and certainly the best, not only the best gear anywhere, but the best gear at the best prices. Carhartt, Filson, Browning, right? The Steve Bannon jacket that he wears all the time. All the clothing and the hot stuff that you see on Yellowstone. The hardest working gear anywhere. The hardest working cutest, hottest pants. Carhartt pants. As well as all kinds of accessories. Beanies and hats and gloves. Everything else too. Like accessories like really well made luggage. Handmade hands and knives. Just all kinds of gear. 8493 La Mesa Boulevard. 8493 La Mesa Boulevard. Tell them Andrea K sent you. Look for the standing bear outside. Can't miss it. 
And, of course, you can't miss the best gal ever, which is PJ inside with the coolest doggy next to Gator. Dapper you know, Tam. the next time Tom Del Bacaro does an actual fishing trip, we got to send him there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he may not catch a fish, but he'll be outfitted <laughs> That's in the right. best he'll gear. Look good. And he'll look good. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, those Carhartt pants can make any dude look good. Just saying. Okay, just saying. And ladies, if you want your man to look good, go buy some Carhartt pants because I'm telling you. All right. Okay, so O'Keefe Media... Uh, O'Keefe Media Group has been launched, a.k.a. OMG. James O'Keefe was pushed out of the Project Veritas organization that he created going back to when he and Lila Rose dressed like a pimp and a hooker to go into a Planned Parenthood. It was legendary. It was iconic. And it launched an organization that did some of the best undercover journalism around because you know what? The uh, legacy media ain't doing any undercover journalism anywhere, right? So it took James O'Keefe to do it, and then he got pushed out of his own organization. And he is now now back, and here's what he had to say about his new media group, Clip One. The irony of the acorn story is that it took a 25-year-old with a hidden camera a few days to do what billion-dollar networks and journalists could not do Mm -hmm. in a decade. I spent 14 years creating the most effective nonprofit newsroom this country has ever seen. And in paving the way to establish citizen journalism, I have been defamed, arrested, raided, and ultimately removed from the organization I spent so much time developing credibility of. I always knew they would try to ruin the reputations of those who expose them, the pharma giants, the three-letter government agencies, and those who I thought I could trust. But in response, we are going to build an army of investigators and exposers. They have awakened a sleeping giant. I'm back. Remaining by my side are a small, tight-knit group of the most elite journalists in the world. Exposing corruption requires standing up to power because power hates sunlight. We are sunlight. Welcome to the O'Keefe Media Group, where we will never be shut down. Because not only do I own it, but you own it too. Support us and sponsor our army of journalists by becoming a founding member today. So that's his pitch, if you will. That's the the advertisement video that he released today. And it is interesting. It's a different business model than, than was before. Before, you, the, uh, there was investors and people that funded the organization that paid for everything. And you got to see the videos that were released on uh, the different socials. Um, now, O'Keefe Media Group going forward, and this is interesting because it's not just his media group skins, but it's being pitched as it's yours. And it is in a sense because with the business model includes, and if you go to his website, O'Keefe Media Group, he's got pricing models there, quote, founding member plans. And there's a bronze level for $500. You get a subscription for a year and you get a certificate. That you're a founding member for a thousand dollars you get a yearly subscription you get the certificate and you get to sponsor undercover equipment doesn't tell you um what what exactly on the equipment for 2500 it's a one-year subscription their certificate sponsor undercover equipment and sponsor a camera for an under o'keefe media group undercover journalist 
For $5,000, it's the subscription, the certificate, equipment, camera, behind-the-scenes access, personal video from James O'Keefe. Um, that's for founding member plans. If you just want to subscribe and be able to see the content, it's 20 bucks a month. Your thoughts on the financial aspects? I mean, he's got to change it up, uh, obviously, to try and, I think, take this to the next level. I think there's going to be a lot of people that want to invest. They like the work that he did at Project Veritas. They want to see it go forward. I'll be interested to see, you know, what he gets in terms of, uh, you know, subscribers. I think he's probably going to get, a, you know, a decent amount of subscribers. And, of course, its subscription begins at the launch of the platform, which is July 4, 2023. So he's got some months to raise some capital, it'll be interesting because he's going to need a lot of capital. I have to assume since the sites, he's got this video, he's got a site that he's got some money um, behind him to do this. The one thing that I would say, he should offer something just to have people see what it's all about. There should be some type of a free tier. Yeah, there, there should be a free tier. I think you're absolutely right because... Yes, he created Project Veritas, but over 15 years, there was there was a whole lot of people behind it. And I think I think that's the best advice that, that he could give because minimum $20, $200 for anybody to see anything. I don't know what new work that he's putting out here. I don't know who from the team of Project Veritas he's bringing with him. I don't know. And I, I can tell you right now, I'm not popping $200 for James O'Keefe until I get a chance in a sense to see what he's putting out there. Well, and then again, there might be some people out there that aren't able to afford that, and they should be able to see some of what he's going to do. Yeah, um, there's a lot of competition right now. Daily, daily caller. Um, here's here's the reason why we need our Republican Party to help us with big tech and get back some big tech freedoms. And I've got to do some research, but I saw Mark Dice from the Article 3 Project today saying that Jim Jordan is a phony, something I've been questioning myself for a long time, particularly when he refused to, to accept the speaker position. Oh, you know, I, you know, we, you know, we've talked about him here, Mr. Roll Up Your Sleeves. Well, okay, it's time for you to actually do some stuff, right? And Mark Dice was saying today that he's, that Jim Jordan's a phony and he's not going to be doing anything to break up the big tech censorship model that's going on. And we've got so my point is we've got James O'Keefe now going to a paid sponsorship subscription situation, two hundred dollars up to see his work. Daily callers going to paid. Daily callers of the Ben Shapiro people and uh, Candace Owens and those people. There's only so much money people are going to pay. I was just going to say there's a lot of content. subscription options out there, and yeah. some people can't even afford any of them. Right, and part of the reason why this is occurring is because of the censorship that's taking place. That the Republican Party needs to do a better job of stopping, because there's only so many people. I, 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 there's only so much money I'm going to spend to go and see or hear of anybody. Right, you know what's free. For people to listen to AM radio. And there's a reason why Ford and others now are talking about ending and not having AM radio installed in their cars anymore. Going to go to paid. Right? We're going to talk about that. Well, there's not really a whole lot to say about it. Ford, I think, and maybe Tesla have come out and said that down the road they're not going to have AM, AM radio in their car because it's dangerous. Dangerous for who? That people might hear, be able to hear conservative messaging because really that's the could, am radio is still the most influential form of communication and messaging Bottom out line. there 
It's free. We have online components. We have, you can listen to our podcast that gets uploaded. You can listen to us on the stream. You can down, you know, you can listen to us through Alexa or whatever, but you can still go to your car. If you don't have a dime, you don't have Wi-Fi, you don't have any of the online anything, you don't have, you can still go sit in your car and listen to AM radio and that threatens the left, Right. We need to not be now. We need to make sure that our conservative messaging it isn't forced onto paid subscription services because our leaders in Washington are failing us because Facebook is free, Twitter was free, right? YouTube was free unless you wanted to not uh, have commercials. And guess what? And AM radio is free. AM radio is free, but the other ones are you know are such are such censorship and and you know and, and suppression of messaging that now everybody's got to go pay for it. No, me paying to get conservative messaging is not a solution. And I'm not going to jump on board of it. I'm going to push back that my Republican representatives are going to do what they need to do by breaking up the monopolies that are going on with big tech, right? Remove their um, their legal protections that was given to them via, I can never remember if it's 530 or whatever it was. Remember back at the end of the Trump administration, that would have solved a lot of it and the Republican Party pulled it out. And that was that was that was protections that was given to them as um, publishers back when they first started. It should have never been done because when they weren't held accountable to the same laws and restrictions on their controls that are held to other publishers, that paved the way for the censorship that's going on. The solution is not for conservative outlets to try to charge people to get the messaging. Support AM radio. Sorry, James O'Keefe. I'm not paying money to see your stuff. Best suggestion we could give, better have a free tier. But you guys tell us if you think we're wrong. 888-344-1170. We're going to take a break. More coming up on the Andrea K Show. And it ain't going to cost you nothing. <laughs> Andrea K Telling you like it is while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K show. Speaking of trying to stop conservative messaging in a variety of different ways, the good old-fashioned way is just to demonize us, right? It's like in the words of Hillary Clinton's BFF, Lady Davis, when the left can't win the argument on its merits, they seek to demonize the person with whom they disagree, right? That was the beginnings, and he said that many years ago. And it's absolutely true. Of course, the tactics have doubled down to where now it's a cement milkshake and in your face or what happened to uh, Charlie Kirk, right? Um, you know, Merrick Garland recently was before Congress and he was questioned about the fact that uh, and denied and he lied and he denied that uh, his counterterrorism unit and the FBI were declaring parents domestic violence extremists. They were. We know that that uh, the phony Jan 6 crap was about demonizing 75 million Trump supporters, declaring us not just domestic violence extremists, but in the form of white supremacist, right? When we know the real actual violent extremist in this country continues to be Antifa. They violently tried to break into a Charlie Kirk speech, an event at UC Davis. Meanwhile, Merrick Garland 
says they couldn't find the people bombing pregnancy, you know, uh, help centers like organizations like Jane's Revenge because they, you know, they cover their face in a mask or, you know, you know, uh, they're doing this stuff at night. How are we supposed to find them? You know, our, you know, crack crew in the, in the FBI doesn't work after, after sundown, right? There's a variety of different ways. And so, I mean, it actually, you know, before it was just, you know, nasty name calling us bigots or whatever. Now it's evolved into violence. But good old fashioned demonizing is still, you know, a tactic used by the left. Here's a guy named Sam Harris. Skins and I have no idea who he is. Um, But here's a guy named Sam Harris who, um, if he's obviously a liberal, because if he was a conservative talking about an african-american opinionator this way he'd be called a racist today and he'd already be yanked off the airwaves and probably hit over the head with the cement milkshake so here's a guy named sam harris talking about candace owens clip three there's we're swimming in a sea of misinformation where you've got people who are moving the opinions of millions of others who who should not have an opinion on these topics like there's no there is no scenario in which you should be getting your opinion about vaccine safety or or climate change or uh, the war in Ukraine or anything else that we might want to talk about from Candace Owens right it's just like 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 she she's not a relevant expert on any of those topics and what's more she doesn't seem to care right and 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 she's living in a culture that has that has amplified that not caring into a business model and an effective business model right so it's just it's um and there's something very trumpian about all that okay what (laughs) i'm sorry what does trump had to do with the fact that that his allegations are first of all they're they're multifold first of all there is no scenario in which you should be listening to candace owens about anything related to the shots and vaccines and her opinion. So first of all, this clown has the right to tell you whether or not you sh- you have the right to be listening to Candace Owens. Who do you think you are to listen to Candace Owens, he says, when you're supposed to be getting his list of, of approved opinionators, right? Second of all, he talked about how, uh, you know, uh, she doesn't have any credentials, basically. Well, the head of the World Health Organization is not a doctor. He's a communist political hack out of Africa. Fauci hasn't put a stethoscope on anybody probably ever in his career, let alone recently. He hasn't been treating COVID patients. It's flipped. And and, and quite frankly, I have more faith and, and many conservative talkers out there and opinionators than I do anybody wearing a lab coat these days because we've actually got the pediatric society supporting that there's 73 genders and we've actually got doctors out there chemically castrating children with cancer drugs. I'm supposed to listen to them? No. And what has, what, and she doesn't care. So now we're mind reading. And even worse, he says she doesn't care. She's turned it into a business model. It's so Trumpian. When did tell me what what part of Trump's business model skins, particularly the billion dollar uh, real estate empire he built, had anything to do with monetizing opinion? How it's not yeah, Trumpian. It Steve Gruber today. 
was interviewing a doctor and talked about, here's a fact that a non MDA, non, not MDA, non comma MD shared today on his show that 90 over 92%, I think it was of a country. I think it was the entire UK. 92% of the UK has all been fully shotted. I don't, won't use the term vaccine because Selwyn Duke is right. Royal friend is right. We got to be better at the word games. And 90, over 90 something percent of them in the UK are all fully, fully shotted and they're sicker than ever and getting COVID more and more than, than, uh, than ever. Right? The stats are out there. You, first of all, you are free to get your opinion from anybody that you want. You and, and 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 it's not only and the game here is not only to tell you who you who you are allowed to listen to, to not only get you to be mesmerized and to be and to be told and and and, and to feel as though you need to subjugate yourself to somebody so called because they've got a certain title, right? That's ultimate. That's that's part of what this is about, right? It's about controlling your mind. They want. They can't ultimately, no matter how much they censor us on the socials, no matter how much they try to get conservative people to go into subscription-based platforms and not everybody's going to, we still have enough areas out there where we can get the truth of the, of the information. And you're not going to stop us just because you demonize a Candace Owens. Just you can try to tell us all day long who we're allowed to listen to and that if it's not somebody of a certain credential, we're we're supposed to discount it. But there's enough of us out there that trust our own gut. There's enough of us out there that trust our own opinions. There's enough of us out there and enough true information out there that we can do our own digging. We can do our own research and come up with our own conclusions. You are not going to stop us no matter how hard you try. There's not a tactic you're going to be able to use that's going to stop us. We're going to take a break when we come back. Final segment of tonight's Andrea K. Show. Don't go anywhere. AK, dynamite in a dress, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Yes, caller, we do know who Dr. Peter McCullough is quite well. In fact, we, you know, we need to probably try to reach out and get him on the show. Sometimes it's tough with some people because my show is live. And if they're on the East Coast, it's super late. And if they do a lot of media and stuff, it's like, you know, can you record? And it's very rare for us to record anything during the day. Um, we go live every night and, um, last night we did do a replay of our, uh, of an interview with our guy, Gary Quackenbush, cause I didn't want to miss a week of news you could use and Quack couldn't be with us. Um, but in general we don't, but we maybe need to try to, that was the hiccup we had with Dr. Robert Malone and, uh, Sheriff Clark is another one that didn't want to come on live. He, you know, he'd come on every week if I was willing to come in here at noon and record, but we love you, Sheriff, but no. Um, so Peter McCullough, I respect very much. He's actually very closely tied to Dr. Jane Orient at the American Association of uh, Physicians and Surgeons, who is my favorite medical association. I got in touch with Jane Orient. I got an email from her many years ago, actually. It had to do with Obamacare. They had a great white paper on uh, a healthcare system and that the issue, the problem uh, in our healthcare system, our insurance system was government intervention 
And therefore, the solution was never Obamacare. It was to get the government out of it. So you can read that at uh, the American Association of Physicians and Surgeons. Um, They also have great information there to this day about COVID, including their at-home protocols for uh, how to get well if you get COVID. And it includes Dr. Peter McCullough's protocols because there's a few different ones there. And it has to do with your age. It has to do with where you're at when you get uh, when you get tested. Uh, COVID is still an issue. We've never said it wasn't a real virus, but what we said was is that they were lying to us about it. They were lying to us about how the the um, the how deadly it was, how it was spread, uh, what the solutions were, treatment plans, um, and and all of that. So I definitely suggest you Google American. In fact, let me get their website for you real quick. Um, in fact, I recently had COVID American association of, uh, and, and I, so many people that have gotten it in the past few months, cause it's going around and it's much milder. I didn't ha- I haven't had the shot. It was what, I mean, you, I mean, I, I missed one night of the show and that was just cause, and I really could have done it, but it was president's day. <laughs> And our friend Justin was Hart was willing to do the show for me, and I thought, well, it's President's Day. Our GM offered me the night off. Justin was willing to do it, <laughs> so I really didn't need to miss a show. But I, <laughs> I did the show. I the only thing I, I mean, I had you heard me. I mean, it wasn't I pretty much pretty normal, pretty much the whole time. Yeah, you were. I actually thought you were going to be out longer, and then suddenly you were back the next night. Yeah, so, well, I didn't feel right just, you know, uh, Physicians and Surgeons, American Association of Physicians and Surgeons, AAPSonline.org. That's who we got to go to, American Association of Physicians and Surgeons. Um, Great information there about everything that you need to know. Um. In fact, you, if you pull them up right now, you'll see a lot. They did a lawsuit to stop retaliation by medical specialty boards um, because medical tyranny was a huge problem uh, with COVID. So, um, all right, I got off on it. I was going to talk about something else, and then I got off on the sidetrack having to do with Dr. Peter McCullough. But you can read uh, at their at their website. You can read. Um, You can read all of their different protocols there. Um, where was my clip of Joe Biden, crazy Joe Biden, talking, trying to scare people with the with the, with the climate? That's one of the things that. Want. <laughs> Uh, I don't know that we have time. You know what? I'm going to have to save this for tomorrow night because this clip is a little long, and we got to have some time to rap about it. Um, Real quick, was that website you gave out? Just making sure we got it right here on the show. AAPS.org, correct? It's AAPSonline.org. Online.org. Yes. It's, uh, uh, there we go. So um, we're going to save this for tomorrow night. Let's let's play this clip from uh, CNN talking about a lot of people talking about the economy here. Uh, think about how booming the economy was during Trump. It's, 2024 is clearly in effect right now. Rewind back to not that long ago. 
when we had such a resurgence of new jobs in this country and bonuses and people getting promoted and all kinds of new research and development and jobs coming back to the country and um, then we've got we've got the economy we've got right now but I can't really feel too sorry for Facebook i.e. Meta uh, announcing a layoff of 10,000 people given the way I just talked about recently the way that they have functioned to destroy our First Amendment rights. Clip two. New this morning, Facebook's parent company, Meta, announcing yet another round of massive layoffs. You may remember in November, Meta said it was eliminating 13% of its workforce. In a Facebook post today, CEO Mark Zuckerberg said the company would let go of roughly 10,000 people and then leave open another 5,000 positions uh, that they haven't filled. These reductions are part of a series of changes in what Zuckerberg is calling the year of efficiency. The year of efficiency. I've got an idea. Uh, how about instead of efficiencies, I'm all about trimming, trimming down, you know, that a company's most ex- expensive asset typically is their workers. And clearly we've seen the videos of them, you know, I mean, the, the culture is since this is, since they're so woke and, and Facebook is born out of people that demonize corporations, right? Uh, the culture there was largesse for the workers, right? How communist. And now it's, now it's hurting them. I'm all for that. But how about you do, do your trimming and get efficient on your labor? But how about you open up when it comes to communication? I'm currently restricted right now, right? So the so fascist book is still at play, and I don't feel sorry for any of the meta workers that are being laid off. And by the way, who's in the metaverse? I saw an article today. Have you have you have you had any curiosity about getting None. In the metaverse? And that's not my thing. Me neither. I would think if anybody would, you would be because you're very interested. You like sci- I like sci-fi. I like tech. But you know what? That stuff also, as it comes into reality, it's a little scary. Right. We don't need to be merging that. We don't need to be merging. Just because you can doesn't mean you should. In fact, technology, there's so many ways in which technology actually can make you less productive in the workplace than more productive. Lots of ways that that can happen. All right. Tomorrow's show is Thursday, Friday Eve. We're going to be working on cooking up another great one for y'all. Hey, San Diego, drive careful out there. The roads are still going to be wet off and on for the next week. This is a safe space for you, though, when it comes to uh, your opinions. We love you all. Keep the conversation rolling. Follow me on the socials. Download the podcast wherever you get it. 844-814-5227 is our 24-hour hotline. Give us a call. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for donald trump to hire i find out the worst enemy that i'm going to face in my life is right here in america they took my assessment and they wanted me to change it i was like i'm not changing it they had to get rid of flynn with in-depth interviews archival footage and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines i just felt like i was drowning flynn deliver the truth whatever the cost available now watch it today go to salemnow.com salemnow.com